Unsure about your future after school? From finances to college, from adult education to military options, the Life After School podcast is for you. Now on to the host, Charles Prince. Till I get up Time is barely on our side I don't wanna waste what's left The storms we chase are leading us And love is all we'll ever trust Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Life After School. We are so thankful to those of you who have been sharing our episodes. We ask that you continue to share these episodes, share this podcast with your friends and family, let people know what we are doing here, and we are just so thankful for the growth that we are experiencing here at Life After School and very excited about what we have coming up in the future. So just so thankful to all of you, and we are continuing to talk about budgeting and finances. And today we're going to be talking about opening up a savings account. And again, I just want to mention, I am not an expert on savings account and finances. I am learning just like the rest of you. I am trying to become a better steward of my money and how to better manage my finances. And I strongly believe that having a savings account is very essential and crucial in being an adult. And having a savings account is great because it gives you a sense of security, especially if you continue to make contributions to your savings account on a regular basis. And we're just going to talk about a few things here and there. And we're going to have, as we did previously, which I'm so proud of us and my team, we've actually been able to put out videos on a somewhat consistent basis on Instagram and TikTok, and we're going to continue to do so. And we are excited about the content that we are putting out to help engage and to help grow our podcast. So if you have not followed us on social media, you can find us on TikTok, on Facebook, and Instagram, and our, the links to those are on lespodcast.org. You'll see in one of the corners there where all our social media links are located. And also, if you'd like to make a donation to help us on the show, we use a program, a website called Buy Me a Coffee, and you can make a one-time donation to the show, or you can set up to... to uh, support us on a regular basis. And if you're not able to, that's perfectly fine. You can support us by continuing to share these episodes or follow us on your favorite podcast platform or subscribe to us either or because depending on what platform you use is either follow or subscribe, whichever. Just be sure that you are getting the information and notifications when we publish. So we are just so thankful again. So we're going to talk about some things on opening a savings account, and we're just going to talk about a few tips. This is scratching the bare surface. I really am trying to get someone here who can talk about this information better than I can, but this can kind of overlay with some of the things we talked about in opening a checking account. First things first, research. Research Compare different banks and credit unions to find the best interest rates, fees, and features that suit your needs. 
Now, what exactly is interest rates? I'm going to give you the most unofficial answer there is. Depending on your bank, they will have different interest rates on a savings account, meaning that that's how much money you will get at the end of the year, or and sometimes not even just the end of the year, but it, even in some cases every few months, or and it just depends. And just how much money you get is based on how much you have in your savings account. I definitely butched that up because I honestly cannot sit here and give you this official explanation on what exactly interest is. For me, it's one of those things that I know what it is, but I am not sure how to put it in the words. And so what I'm going to do is give you an unofficial explanation. Pretty much interest in a savings account is the bank is literally paying you money to keep your cash deposited there. Now, it's a small amount. The interest is not that big, but over time, it can build up. And again, the more money you have in your savings account, the better off you'll be. Now, there are other accounts that have higher interest, meaning that you can earn more money, and there are other ways that you can earn money faster and in bigger amounts. Stocks is a big example of that, and we're not even getting into a, into stocks today, but the thing that's different about a regular savings account versus some of these other types of higher interest savings accounts and some of these uh, stock options you can look at. Savings account is the safest way to earn money, meaning that there is a very slim chance you are going to lose money in a savings account, which we're going to talk a little bit about that. Which, speaking of interest, another thing to keep in mind uh, online banks, consider online banks. Now, for me, I have two online banks Navy Federal Credit Union and Chime. And one thing that I can tell you that I have loved about switching from Chime and Navy Federal Credit Union to Chase is being able to have physical branches I can visit if I have an issue. With that being said, because Chase has physical branches and have a bigger presence physically outside of the online world, that means that that's less money for me. I am not going to get as much interest in my savings account at Chase as I am in my savings account at Navy Federal Credit Union, and also at Chime. And so don't throw away those online banks just yet. You might even need that to get started, even if you are not able to go to a traditional bank. And online banks will offer more interest in a savings account because of the fact they do not have to pay for physical locations and, and whatnot. So they have less locations and less infrastructure that they have to pay for. Now, um, when it comes to savings account, be careful about your minimum balance requirements. Some savings accounts require you to keep an amount in your savings account at all times or you will get charged a fee. Please keep that in mind because if you're planning to use a savings account as something that you're going to withdraw from a lot, just be careful because some banks do require you to keep a minimum amount in your account. With that being said, another thing to keep in mind when it comes to transferring money out of your savings account, it used to be that banking regulations made it so that you could only deposit, not deposit, but withdrawal. Yes, 
that you can only withdraw, I believe it used to be five or six times from your savings account per month. Yeah, banking regulations had stated that it, you only was able to withdraw five or six times. It's one of those numbers, and it might have been four. But there was only a certain amount of times you can withdraw from your savings account each month. Now, I do not know if that regulation is ever coming back because that regulation was suspended when COVID hit. And we were during the living and dealing with the shutdowns and dealing with the pandemic. And a lot of people had to rely on their savings accounts that they had money and funds and their emergency funds uh, located them because they were not working. And so they got rid of that and you could withdraw from your savings as many times as you wish. And I believe it's still the same. I don't know if that regulation is ever coming back, but just keep in mind that if it comes back, you heard it here, that that is something that was here before the pandemic. And so that's something to keep in mind in case it ever comes back. And uh, I'm going to look at a couple other things. And one thing I want to next thing I want to focus on is automatic transfers. This is a great way to ensure that certain amount of money is going into your savings account. Now, I do want to make it clear that you when you set up in if you set up automatic transfers from your check checking into your savings, which a lot of them will do this. A lot of banks will offer this option on when you get paid that a certain percentage or certain amount, certain dollar amount will be automatically transferred to your savings account. And if you are a person that might get paid different, a different total amount each time, like maybe one pay period get a thousand, but the next pay period is eight hundred or seven hundred for whatever reason. Then perhaps setting a certain number, like saying, "Okay, I can afford to have fifty dollars automatically sent to my savings, regardless whether I get paid a thousand this week or seven hundred that week," and something like that along those lines, I believe will be a big help, and it will also help build up your savings, especially if you forget about your savings. Which, depending on your your situation, you might forget about your savings or you might heavily rely on your savings. And this next point I want to talk about, there are some other points that I could discuss, but this one I strongly believe we need to talk about. Safety. Safety. What do I mean by safety? Insured a bank is insured by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, or FDIC, or National Credit Union Administration, NCUA, to protect your deposits. This is very, very important. Now, if you're just starting off and you have barely any money to your name, then if you had something happen to your bank and they are FDIC, your funds are protected. And I say starting off because the max that these banks will protect is the, this insurance will protect rather is $250,000. And unless you came, uh, hit the jackpot, come from a family with a pretty rich, uh, pretty wealthy background and they given you a significant amount of money, but unless you came from those or any other situation that you would have a large sum of money, if you are just starting off, your deposits are going to be safe. 
but ensure that the bank is FDIC protected or NCUA protected. This is crucial. Last year, two to three banks, regional banks, failed. And a lot of people's money was in lingo and in limbo. I say lingo. They were in limbo as all this stuff was happening. And I wouldn't be surprised if a couple more banks fail this year. Banks fail all the time. And this is not the try to sound doomsday or make anyone scared. But what I'm trying to say is for the people with those banks that had failed, if you would have told them a couple of days before they found out what was going on with their bank, that their bank was going to fail, they would look at you like you're crazy. And that's what I'm saying. Many banks that fail usually fail without warning to the public. And the way it happens is rumors start to spread. And then when the rumors start to spread and that anxiety comes, people rush to those branches to get and withdraw their money out of the bank as soon as possible. And when that starts to happen and these runs on the bank like this, that's when banks have, that's when banks fail. And so that is a big thing that we have, that I'm kind of emphasizing here. If this if those things, especially with those banks last year, hadn't happened and such the chaos it caused, I probably wouldn't have even discussed it on here. But definitely make sure your bank's FDIC or NCUA protected because you may not ever accrue $250,000 in savings, but any amount you put in savings needs to be protected. So definitely make sure you find And most banks will find it pretty easily. Most banks will usually have it at the very bottom of their website if they're one of the two, but make sure they have it before you start investing. That way you are protected and your funds are good. Again, this is just scratching the tip of the iceberg here. And I'm hoping we get some more details with people that will be able to talk about this a little more and give some better insight on this. So you all have a good rest of your day of what's left of it. You all stay safe out there and never give up on your dreams. Thank you for listening to the Life After School podcast hosted by Charles Prince. Check your favorite podcast platform for a new episode every Thursday. Never give up on your dreams.